I have no low end of my voice, bitch. Mother On this episode of Art of the Short Little Shorties, Jory and Bethers read to you a story about friendship and how the power of words, or the lack thereof, yields a violent reality. We'd like to remind you that all episodes of Art of the Short contain explicit content and that a link to this week's short story will be provided in the show notes just for you. Art of the Short is an interactive literary art installation. Our little shorty episodes feature the not-so-known storytellers, where Jory and Bethers read a short story by you. Yes, a short story written by you. And, of course, we'll make art of our interpretations. Join the conversation and send us your artwork to add to the gallery at artoftheshort.com. And follow the installation on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Art of the Short to see what others think of this short story through their art. Hey, well, hey, welcome to the art cast. Okay, hi. <laughs> <laughs> How was your art mm. this week? What was your experience? Were you vibing? Were you inspired? Were you... It's one of those that I haven't formed an opinion about, and it's going to rest in your hands. Oh, okay. <laughs> how it how it how it is what it is okay I think it's very straightforward I think it's kind of like fun <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't maybe think that would be the art I would choose after a piece like this but I think it's a little fun straightforward and fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you I, 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 I was super inspired by the story. Mm-hmm. I had lots of different ideas mm-hmm. and actually was going to do something completely different and then just couldn't get this other thing out of my head. And so I swapped and I was like, no, this is this is what we have to talk about. This wow. Is, this wow. is, this is, this is. She's coming with a message. She's coming with a vision. Coming with a message and a vision. That's her. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is much more like you pitched it to your creative team like your PR team okay. that's that's the energy I'm giving you you know what's funny is that like you could almost say the same thing about mine and you'll know why I'm saying that when you see this that's I'm so excited to see this week's short story is by Kate Tooley an Atlanta area native Tooley currently resides in Brooklyn where she's working toward an MFA in fiction at the new school With an emphasis on gender and sexuality, her writing has appeared in many online publications like Pigeonholes, Longleaf Review, Witness Magazine, and more. In addition to writing, Thule has an obsession for bizarre facts and dares you to ask her about minks. To learn more about her work and what she's getting up to, you can do so at katethule.com. This episode contains content that may be disturbing for some listeners. Featured on Baron Magazine, this is The Sapper Wharf Hypothesis by Kate Tooley. On my phone, I play a word game. So many words. Words that I spell before I recognize them. Words becoming more and more unfamiliar with every squeal of the three train. Sometimes there are even words that have to be made up. I can't unhear Emmy's voice over the phone freaked out like it's been for a month. Breath coming fast enough, I'm worried she's going to pass out before I get to her. I make word after word. Slang isn't usually on the board, but I do get extra points in the cookie jar for toke and sometimes for words in Latin. 
But in this game, rape is not a word. No matter how many times I connect the letters, slow or fast, in straight lines or star shapes, rape is not a word. Olivia.hearn at Olive Over It, March 4th. Today is the three-year anniversary of the time my uncle told me that it's a woman's responsibility to practice martial arts and carry a handgun. I asked him about little girls whose bodies couldn't take the recoil. He hasn't spoken to me since. The subway spits me up a block from Emmy's house and wonder why I seem to be getting worse at sitting vigil beside terrified bodies, of sitting still enough to hold open a space for them, the way other friends have for me. Shouldn't practice make perfect? Shouldn't anger burn itself out? And if it hasn't, what part of me is it feeding on now? In the elevator, I check my body for anger-eaten gaps, which I imagine look like brown recluse bites. I can't see them, but I'm pretty sure I can feel something hollowing out a space beneath my sternum. When the FedEx guy gets on at the 10th floor, I start to make words again. Stoop. Stop. Post. I'm afraid if he sees my eyes, he'll recognize how I'm turning feral, that he must have an instinct for bad dogs by now. Olivia.hearn at Olive Over It, September 21st. I have woken up so many mornings this year to a headline questioning whether my body is a vessel or a person that I consider tattooing you break it, you buy it on the strip of skin right below my belly button. Who knows an artist? She's on the 22nd floor, and I see him pulling back from her door as the elevator doors open, trying to do the nice guy pose that fools everybody's moms. A casual lean, hand in the side pocket, hair drooping over one eye. It seems impossible that he's here, even though I'm here because he's here, where he's not supposed to be. I'm already palming mace in a sparkly purple rubber holder. It reminds me of the trendy little bed, bath, and beyond hand sanitizers we all strapped to our backpacks in high school. I try to come up with a joke about man sanitizer (laughs) and fail spectacularly. The first time Emmy called to say he wouldn't stop knocking... I dug it out of the junk drawer. Olivia.hearn at Olive Over It, December 27th. Dear Twitterverse, please let me describe my Xmas stocking. Bedazzled tweezlers, nail polish I'll never wear. Sorry, and- did you say tweezlers? Did I say tweezlers? I might have. Let me say <laughs> that was it again. Really cute. <laughs> tweezlers. Let me and say I was it like, again. I don't have the text in front of me, but I don't think it's tweezlers. <laughs> I probably said tweezlers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dear Twitterverse, please let me describe my Xmas stocking. Bedazzled tweezers, nail polish I'll never wear, a mini bottle of something alcoholic in pink called Kinky. And pepper spray. I'll let you sit with that. I raised the spray in an eyebrow. Try to do them simultaneously the way Jennifer Garner would have an alias. I don't have to say anything at this point. He downshifts quickly from predator to prey. He was slippery when he was her boyfriend, and he's slippery now. Oozing down the fire stairs, refusing eye contact. Like he refused responsibility. I think about going after him about shoving him down the slick concrete steps. Not because I want him dead, but because I indulged for maybe two seconds in the idea of telling a court about exactly what he'd done, 
the way Emmy never got a chance to. Her doormat says, definitely not a trap door. And I remember buying it with her when having her own studio apartment with no roommate still felt like a victory. I slide down to sit on the dirty bristles, a guard dog, texting her that I am here, that he is gone. My fingers tap open the game and I settle in because he's like a rat, the way he waits for darkness. We've been doing this dance for months now. And if I am inside, he'll knock harder, louder. Once when I opened her door to tell him to go away, he shoved past me and I had to fake call 911 to get rid of him. Stop is definitely a word in the game. But I guess he is playing a special white man TM edition. Now I just hang out on the doormat until she feels safe again. I hear Emmy thump down just inside, her head tapping back against the hollow metal door. Our bodies only two inches apart, back to back. She plays the cure on a portable speaker, and I keep making words. Cuss words turn red and refuse me points. But they're all I'm seeing in the letter jumble. Here, in this two-by-four-inch screen, art is mirroring life. So hard, it's comedy. I wonder which programmer, safe in anonymity, has decided that our violations don't exist. That we're not even allowed to swear about them. Art of the short. Art of the short. Art Art of of the short. short. Art of of the short. short. Little shorties. Little shorties. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Okay. Oh, she's in it. She just dove in. She didn't say a word to me. I just (laughs) thought I would kick things off. She slid on in. I went straight in and... What'd you find? I was not expecting it to be a video for some reason. She's taking it in. She's focusing her eyes. Because there's a bunch of different things happening. I I feel like everything has a meaning and I'm trying to like, (laughs) trying to take it all in. Okay, so... Take it in, men. I'm looking at what looks like... Scrabble, baby, TM. Scrabble, yeah, Scrabble. There's little illustrations of things that you hear in the story. (laughs) There's also letters. Mm -hmm. R-A blank E. This is a real Scrabble board. Oh. I had to, like, play a real game and get real letters. Oh. (laughs) That's, like, the real hand I was dealt. Yeah, that's so interesting. We are all having this interaction with our algorithms. And it's just a reminder, as she says... That there are humans behind our products. Yes. And they have values. They have a viewpoint. Yep. And it affects us. Yep. Shorty shorties. <laughs> okay, should I look at your art? Yeah. Not a video. It's not a video. But <laughs> yours is also pretty fun. It's kind of fun. Ours are a little bit more fun than I was, I think, expecting. <laughs> okay, um, dear listener, we have a very colorful illustration <laughs> of like a pepper spray bottle. Yeah. And it's Beautiful. It's pink and green and red, and it has a dangly heart charm, which is really cute, <laughs> and diamonds. It says, bitch fest, mm-hmm. mace for her. <laughs> and then there's like a um, branding piece, like a logo. It says, bitch fest and co. 
making money off the most vulnerable since the dawn of time. Mm -hmm. And then there's some more like taglines that say, comes in fun gender stereotypical colors. And then there's a warning that says, I have to use this product because my culture socializes boys to embrace toxic masculinity and normalize violence. Bummer. I know. (laughs) Bummer city. (laughs) Sorry, it is the truth. It is the truth. I thought her perspective on products that are marketed for women was (laughs) just so amazing. So funny, yeah. And like when you think about how just like super normalized and really disturbing it is. Mm -hmm. Like she has this little can of mace that's got like sparkles and like Mm -hmm. it's actually marketed for women and someone's making money off of it and we have to purchase it to protect ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like Like that's the solution is more like capitalist gain rather than addressing the problem. It's fucking crazy. I'm sorry. That's crazy when you think about it. It's crazy. And I just think that her perspective on that was just kind of like like the twist of the knife mm-hmm. to the rest of her story. <laughs> <laughs> Kate Tooley, thank you thank for you. letting us read that story. It inspired a lot yes. from me, and I really thoroughly enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as well. More of that, please. On the next episode of Art of the Short, we'll be reading A Christmas Tree and a Wedding by Fyodor Dostoevsky. As always, a free link to this short story is in our show notes for you. Join the conversation and send us your artwork at artoftheshort.com. Yes, 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 yes. And then follow the installation on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Do it. At Art of the Short. I love you. I'd sit at the door for you. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) Well, I would like slash tires and probably push (laughs) someone down the cement stairs for you. I know. So I do sleep with a metal baseball bat next to my bed. (laughs) That's not a joke. I don't think it is. Um, Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye. See how my one eye can only see? (laughs) (laughs) No.